Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, good evening, everyone. You are now tuning into the Bleak Corner. I'm your host, Ebony Archer, and I am so excited on this Tuesday evening. Um, 
you know, it's just a joyous occasion every time I come on the radio show. We also we always have awesome, awesome guests for you guys, you know, guests that is going to uplift you, empower you, motivate you. Um, so I'm very excited about our guest for this evening. She goes by the name of Arlene Wallace. And so we're very, very excited. She's We're going to talk about the topic of forgiveness. And the reason why I want to talk about this topic today is a lot of times in our lives when we're going through different transitions and different challenges in our lives, uh, we come across people that might do us wrong or might do things that hurt us. And a lot of times we do not forgive. We carry this unforgiveness and it becomes baggage, um, becomes a burden, and it stops us and prevents us from moving forward. And so we definitely wanted to bring her on. Um to talk with us about this topic and how to forgive and move on despite when people do things to hurt you. And so it's going to be a very interesting topic. But before we bring her on, I definitely have a couple announcements. Um, my CD, Gotta Believe in Me, and the book will be released in June 18th. I'm very excited, guys. It's been a long way coming, but um, I know you guys have been waiting for music from me, so it's definitely dropping June 18th, the Gotta Believe in Me EP, and the book Journey to Believe. We'll be dropping on June 18th, so make sure you go to my website at www.ebony-archer.com. Again, it's www.ebony-archer.com. Also, our youth tour is launching June 19th, um, the God Believe in Me Youth Empowerment Tour, where we're empowering youth in different cities to not only believe in themselves, but how to encourage themselves. I'm also going to be teaching them and educating them in the fields of entrepreneurship, leadership, media entertainment, and self-development. It's going to be totally a youth platform. It's going to be ran by the youth, only by the youth. And so it really is something that is going to impact the youth in different communities um, across the U.S. We're going to Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, South Columbia, South Carolina, Brooklyn, D.C., uh, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Orlando, and Miami. So we're hitting 10 different cities. And so you we definitely want you, the listeners, or you that's paying attention out there, to definitely be a part of what we're doing. So you want to want to learn more about how to become a part, how to become a speaker, a singer, a volunteer, a sponsor, or a supporter, please email our business manager, Alicia Mapius, at Alicia Mapius at inspiredbypurpose.net. Again, it's Alicia Mapius at inspiredbypurpose.net, and she can tell you more information how to get involved. And also make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, like us at You Speak Out. Also, on Facebook, it's www.facebook.com slash you speak out TV show. Um, follow us on Twitter at you speak out, on Instagram at you speak out. And also, you can follow me on social media. You can like my page at www.facebook.com slash ebonyarcher2. Follow me on Twitter at ebonyarcher2. Instagram is ebony underscore archer. And check out my YouTube at youtube.com slash ebonyarcher or my music at soundcloud.com. Slash Abby Archer, or if you just want to learn more about me, definitely go to my website at www.ebony-archer.com. Again, it's www.ebony-archer.com. And so we're definitely um, excited about the things to come. We're definitely excited for you, the listeners, that's been supporting us for the last two years. Um, constantly have a positive feedback about you know the shows and the guests. We definitely appreciate you, and you are the reason why. We are successful, and we'll continue to do what we love to do is to provide a positive platform for businesses, entrepreneurs, um, and individuals to share their story and to promote their brand. And so with that said, I'm going to bring on our guest. Um, her name is Arlene Wallace. She's the mother of four, 
She's a writer, blogger, poet, and she has an inspirational spirit. She started with a Facebook page called Joy Does Come in the Morning and decided to branch out. While the negative around the positive and good is buried around death and malice, she says that we go through events in life, and she hopes to touch a soul, male or female, and have to understand that they're worth and to give them a good feeling throughout the day. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Miss Arlene Wallace to the platform. Arlene, are you there? I am here. Hello, hello. How are you? And I am I am wonderful this time of evening. I'm fantastic, as a matter of fact. How are you? I'm doing great. You sound excited. I love excited guests <laughs> that come on and excited <laughs> about talking to our listeners. So you got me excited about you. Oh, I am. Excited. Yes, I am. <laughs> So, Arlene, you know, I always ask the guests before we really get into the interview, tell us and tell us the listeners um, who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Well, as you stated, my name is Arlene Wallace. My namesake is Lady Blue. And uh, basically, I'm what I call an all-around positive person. And positive in the means that we all go through some, something. It doesn't matter if it's at home, at work, out on the street. Um, in our personal lives, and our work lives, we all go through something. And sometimes we just need an ear, a smile, a shoulder. It really doesn't matter. Sometimes we need the, the, the positive words. We need the, um, that moment of inspiration that tells us, you know what, we're okay. We can make it through this and move on to the next step. And so I decided to embrace that and bring it out. Instead of having it, you know, hidden back there somewhere and say, oh, you know, maybe you can go find it in this book or this book. Books are great. Don't get me wrong. But it's always great when you have someone that's willing to bring it to you so that you don't have to go and find it all the time. And that's what I like to do. I like to bring positive, smiling, uplifting inspiration to people on a daily basis. I love that. You know, I'm all about inspiration, empowering people, and motivating people because, I always say this, when you empower others, you also empower yourself because that's what we're supposed to do as sisters and brothers in Christ. You're supposed to empower one another. When you empower your brother and sister, you're empowering yourself. And so I love it. You know, I love the fact that you are a mother of four, and I just know that sometimes it gets hard, right, to be a mother and trying to kind of focus on your own thing. How can you? How, you, how do you balance that? Well, lucky for me, two of my four are grown. So I don't have to worry about them too much. But the the other two, it it it's a matter of balance. It's a matter of time management. Uh, I'm a multitasker like crazy. So um, you know, I could be sitting here folding clothes and writing down something while I'm talking to you. So <laughs> it's all about the multitasking. And of course, you know, making sure that my kids, you know, understand that you know they don't always have to come running in. Fix this. Fix this. Fix this. God gave you a brain. Let's go use it, okay? <laughs> so I make, I make I know sure that right. they understand. There you go. Yeah, they all are pretty much self-sufficient, but at the same time, they're all brothers and sisters, and they do what they do. <laughs> and you know what? It's it's. I think it's amazing because you talk about multitasking, but you're a writer, you're a blogger, you're a poet. Like, tell us about that. How did you even start writing? You know, we're talking. We're gonna go into the topic of forgiveness, but I just want to get the listeners to know you, and how did you start writing and blogging? I started writing way back when. Um, <laughs> it was more or less in middle school into high school, and it it turned out that 
English was my subject of choice. I do not know why. I didn't like all those commas and semicolons and apostrophes, but for some reason I dove right into it. And I had a teacher. His name was Mr. Spargo. And um, he just saw something in me because uh, the first the first play that I ever read was Shakespeare, was Romeo and Juliet. And I happened to get it at the age of 13. And how many 13-year-olds can you say get Romeo and Juliet without somebody <laughs> explaining the story to them? And um, to understand that kind of prose and, and that kind of writing is one thing. But something in me was creative. And I already was in performing arts because my parents had put me in um, in dance school. So I was already on stage. I was used to audience. I was used to all of this. But I wanted to write. And I had technically been writing since oof, 1989, so to speak. And I have two or three books running around here with tons of stuff in it. But I was afraid to let people see that because I thought I would be laughed right on out the door because this, this this isn't good. Nobody would enjoy this. There's no way. And um, it just was finally to a point where I had to trust myself enough and trust my writing enough and put it out there. And the uh, I credit um, uh, Chic and Sassy Entertainment, Sabrina Williams. She gave me a platform to jump out there and speak. Did in front of people was called Forgive Forgiven. And it just started from there. And I've been writing ever since. Blogging just came because I was writing for a Christian website um, on a, a, a monthly basis. And so writing just kept going and kept going. And then also it was a way for me to get through um, any circumstance in my life, any pain, any outcome, any happy moment, writing it down on paper. Because sometimes I think better when I write than when I open my mouth. So <laughs> I will put it in a book first and then let it come out through my through my mouth. So that's how I've been why I've been writing and how long I've been writing. Well, you know what? As me being a writer, you know, I always write about personal experience. And when we're talking about forgiveness, everyone everyone that's listening has to come to a point into their life where they have to forgive someone. But uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 not as easy for some people, right? Because especially, right. When, you know, I somebody do you real bad, right? And they did, oh, my gosh. And it's like people carry that for years, and they just don't forgive. And so does writing, did writing help you to release the anger that you have for someone, and did you did it help you to ultimately forgive that person, the people that done you wrong? Right, it, it does because um, just to go a little bit, you know, uh, today's a, a a somber day for me. Um, it's a memorial day for my father. My father passed away five years ago today, and um, it took him leaving me or leaving this world, not necessarily leaving me, but leaving this world for me to understand what forgiveness was all about. And the fact that uh, it, it's very well put, you always hear it, it's just like being, not forgiving someone is like you taking the poison and waiting for them to die. And I went through a period there where my family walked away from me. Um, it was bad enough my dad was already gone. And I didn't have a way to turn. And it was it was rough. I was literally going through a rough period. And then in my own personal life, I was going through another rough 
period where I was experiencing emotions I didn't even know I had. And it, it went beyond the, the death of my father. It went into literally my personal life, you know, my relationship. I didn't know which way was up, which way was left or right. I had no clue. And I was lost. I was sincerely lost. And so I talked to a pastor at um, church, and he said, you write. He said, sit down, write a letter to everybody who hurt you. Just sit down and write a letter. I don't care how long it is. I don't care how short it is. Write a letter and put everything in there. He says, but I want you to start it this way. He said, start by remembering the good times and then constructively let them know how they hurt you. And then close the letter by saying, I'm going to let go of everything above this paragraph and I'm going to not carry this into my future. Now, if you give it to them, you give it to them. If they never get it in life, the whole point is is that you put it on paper, it is now released off of you, and you do whatever you want to do with it. I balled that puppy up and threw it in the trash can, and it's been gone ever since. And it was the biggest weight off my off my shoulders. And I believe me, I read every book. I read, you know, Let It Go by T.D. Jakes. I think I read the whole T.D. Jakes line of books, okay? I read everybody's self-help book. I was trying to get through. It took that point in writing those letters where I learned what forgiveness was about and why I spent so many years being a victim instead of a victor in my situation. I like that. You know, I think that for me, um, my emotional, my release of music, right, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that all my emotions and everything that I'm feeling, I put that through my music. And I just think that one way that you can forgive is through your gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever God has given you, right, is that you can right. re- release your anger, release your everything that you're feeling through your music or through your gifts of writing or through your gifts of dance. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, now ask me, you know, tell me, I'm sorry, if you agree that when you don't forgive, it's a burden and it's stopping you from fulfilling the purpose that God has for you, right? Exactly. And so do you think exactly. that, that that is a cause of not forgiving is that it's to prevent you from doing what God has called you to do? Well, do you believe, well the first thing we have to remember, yes, I, mm-hmm. I agree with you. The first thing we have to remember is that we forget as human beings, that God still loves us no matter what we go through. We, we forget that because we're so busy out there trying to fix it ourselves. It's got, I got to do this, and I got to do this. And, and at the same time, it's like, you got to hurt like I'm hurting. If you don't hurt like I'm hurting, I'm not, I'm not doing it right, you know. <laughs> you got you to match it. And, it. and we spend so much time, and that, that baggage or that invisible monkey gets bigger and it gets heavier and you you withdraw, you seclude yourself, you draw away from the things that, that you know, made you happy. And um, finally, whatever release you have, for you it's your music, for me it's writing, um, you know, and a few other things, I crochet, I, I cook, you know, we, we all have little things that, that, that give us that sense of relief. But whatever right. it is, I get, you know, you, you, the, the thing is, is that you, yourself have to take that responsibility and say, I don't want to live like this anymore. Okay. And we reference music and 
uh, think about the song by uh, Erica Badu. She says it right in the beginning, bag lady, you going to hurt your back, dragging all them bags like that. It, it's plain and simple. If you want to carry around all of that, you have no room for love. You have no room for forgiveness. You have no room for your life. And that's not what God intended. You know what we're talking about, um, forgiveness, right? Um, I think about people don't know how to forgive themselves. You know, I think that mm-hmm. that's where it starts because it starts with you. Right, and mm-hmm. the thing is, if you got issues going on within yourself, it's going to be hard to forgive someone else. So, I believe that the first step is learning how to forgive yourself. You know, yeah. was it every situation with you where it was hard for you to forgive yourself? And if so, like, how did you get over that? It was hard because uh, I didn't want to take responsibility, and that's a big word. You know, we can all say it. We all know what it means. It's a very big word in what it entails. And as you continue and when you finally decide to stop, it's like you say, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired and you finally take that step, it's a process. It's a journey. It's not going to be that one thing, okay, I forgive, let's go, let's move on. No, it is a day-to-day process because I get up every morning and I tell myself, Whatever I may have done yesterday to anybody, I ask forgiveness today. Okay, if the if the Heavenly Father can forgive me for my past and my present and anything I may do in the future, and I ain't got there yet, who am I to not forgive who may have wronged me today? Now, I'm not saying that once you forgive them, everything's hunky dory, peachy keen, because it's not. Some people, you can go and say, I forgive you, and they'll look you square in your eye and say, well, I don't forgive you. So how do you deal with that? The point of the matter is, is that you've released yourself from your prison, and you are no longer tied down by whatever. It could be as little as a mustard seed. It could be as big as the Rock of Gibraltar. But as long as you've released yourself from it, let them carry that rock by themselves. You don't have to help them carry it anymore. Right. And I think you hit it right on the nail. Forgiveness mm-hmm. for me, forgiveness was hard because mm-hmm. I always get my mind, well, you know, God, I'm not good enough. Well, God, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to do what you called me to do. Or God, I'm sorry. And it got to a point where I couldn't forgive myself because I couldn't accept myself. I couldn't accept mm-hmm. who I was. I couldn't right. accept the identity that God's given me. And so I think it goes farther than just forgiving yourself. I think that when you talk about forgiving yourself, it's all about identity. Um, mm-hmm. And do you believe that it kind of goes together, that people can't forgive because they can't accept who they are? They can't accept who they are. They can't mm-hmm. accept who they are. They can't accept what they are, okay, and why no one else can accept who they are. So it's it's kind of like a three-part thing. If I, it, You have to accept me in order for me to accept me, and then once I accept me, then I'm okay with everybody else. No. It all, like you said, starts with you. Once, you, right. once you've dealt with you, it, it, and, and we hear it all the time. It's, it's one thing when we hear it. It's another thing when it goes into action. When it goes into action, it's a completely different monster, so to speak. And you, 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 you learn to deal with it. And I, I'll tell you what, there was one thing that I did during that period of time because, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be no angel. I went to a therapist. 
<laughs> I, I went to talk to somebody who was licensed and had a degree. I went through all of that. And they gave me one uh, uh, one little exercise that I did, and I still carry around with me as a reminder. Well, I don't carry it, but it's in my house as a reminder. And I took two great big mason jars, and I went to the craft store, and I got those bags of rocks, decorative rocks. And the exercise that they gave me was, I want you to take one bag of rocks, and I want you to write every negative feeling that you have about yourself on those rocks. And I filled that mason jar up, okay? I everything. I was mad at myself. I didn't like the way I looked. I, I went through the whole thing, okay? And filled that up to the point where I had to hammer the lid on the <laughs> mason jar because that's how many rocks were in there. And they weren't small rocks. They were big ones. And then they said, on the other other bag of rocks, you put every positive thought. And, you know, it, it when I started out, there was hardly a positive rock in that thing because I realized then that I had spent so many years being down on myself and not looking at the good in myself. So once I put the lid on that negative jar, I have not opened that jar since. And that positive jar continued to fill up on a daily basis. And it's just as full or if not fuller than the negative jar. And it's because I chose to release myself from that prison that I felt everybody else was holding me in, but I was only holding myself in. And that, you know, it, it, it's different creative things, yes, to go through a process, but it's what you do to get yourself through the process. And the thing is, don't look to anybody else. You have right. to look within. You've got to look within because it's in you, just like your spirit is in you. It's not in anybody else. It's in you. I can't be you and you can't be me and I can't be everybody else. I can only be what God has given me to be. And I have to accept what God has given me to be, knowing that I can build on that because I can become greater than I am because I know who I belong to. I like that. Well, you know who you are. And mm-hmm. if you're a child of God, you know, you are royalty. You are somebody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people get to the point where I am nothing. Right, mm-hmm. I'm not this. I'm not worthy. I'm not. You know, you get to such point in your life, mm-hmm. a point in your life where you right. feel. Have you ever gotten to a point where you just didn't want to live? Like you felt like there was no reason to live, and when you get to that point, you know, you start thinking crazy stuff. Why I'm even here? Mm-hmm. Why do I, do I even deserve to be here? And so I think that number one that we have to realize is that I am somebody. That mm-hmm. God did not. I'm not an accident. I was created right. with a purpose. And yeah. the thing is, is that. Yeah, it starts with you, and then once you realize who you are, you got to develop that relationship with God. You know, I know a lot of people are not, quote-unquote, religious or, quote-unquote, don't believe in God, but I mm-hmm. realized that in order for me to start forgiving, forgiving people, I had to get that relationship with God. I had mm-hmm. to get stronger. I had to. I couldn't just go to church, and people think that you just go to church and that's it, but I had to go within myself. I had to go myself right. and study the Word and get that relationship with God because then I started to learn that, if God could forgive me of the wrongs and the things that I've done, why can't I forgive others who mm-hmm. didn't have done me wrong? And so to you, right. was your relationship with God, was that one of the things that helped you to move along and help you to forgive? 
Yes, because I realized that I was stepping away from what I knew. Yeah, I'm 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 your typical kid. I grew up in the church. <laughs> I can hear my grandmother on one side, my grandpa on the other. I grew up in church. My mother's an uh, an ordained minister. She's she's a um she's got her PhD. So yes, it's now Doctor Mom. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> you know I I I have aunts and uncles who are in the church, and I <clears throat> in. So church was in me, but I was stepping away from church. And I wasn't stepping from away from church in the sense of the physical building, the, the steeple, the pews, and the people in it. I was stepping away from the church that was in me. In other words, I was not taking the time to sit down. I wasn't taking the time to say, you know what, help me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do. Help me. And, and to come to that point in your life where right. you can stop and just say, help me. You know, if your higher power is, is, whatever you call your higher power, let's just put it that way, okay? To stop and say, help me, helps you to realize that it's not about you. There is much more to this world than you. And whether you like it or not, we need other people. This is not your bandwagon and this is not your parade. It's your parade in terms of the, the the gifts that have been given to you to use and to put out there and benefit others. But it's in conjunction with those others that everything is built together because it says it in the Bible. It says, you know, you've got, the, you know, the, the ear can't work without the head because it's got to be attached to something in order to hear. And it's just like the eye is not the nose, so the eye can't do what the nose can do, and so on and so forth. Everything works in conjunction with each other. And once you realize that it's as simple as just sitting down and just saying, you know, here's the kind of day I had. You know, I know you've been listening to me all day, but here's the kind of day I had, you know. And where do I go now? And you find yourself drawn back to what you know. And that's what happened to me. I went back to what I knew. I went back to the prayer. I went back to the um, what was safe. Let's put it that way. What was safe and what I knew would not break me or make me feel any less than I am. And it did the exact opposite. It made me realize who I am and not big-headed, not walking around here, you know, with that, you know, hey, see me, love me kind of attitude. No, it made me realize that I am some of some value. I have something to give. And you know what? What I got is not for you. I'm not going to climb my mountain the way you climb yours. But I know I have something that I can give, and I'm going to give it the way God has given it to me. Just like when I tell people, when you say thank you to me, I let them know. I said it's the love given to me by my Heavenly Father that I show to you. So it's not me by myself because I'm not going to take credit for it. And that's something I had to learn, too, is that a lot of the stuff that I do, it's it's not me by myself. Because sometimes those ideas I could come up with if you paid me. (laughs) It's just, they pop pop in your lap, and it's just like, where did that come from? And then you run with it, and then next thing you know, something glorious happens out of it. And it it just, you get this feeling, I don't know if you ever, when you have a revelation or something fantastic happens, you get what they call warm fuzzies, or you get that warm rush, like, wow, did that really just happen? 
and, right. and there's not a soul around you to sit up there and try and explain it to. And if you try to explain it to somebody, they ain't never going to understand you. And it's because it's between you and the one that gave it to you. Yeah. I like that, you know. And, just, I think that forgiveness is a personal battle and that, in order to forgive, you gotta let go of that baggage. You got to be securing yourself and confident. And I just think that to me I realize that if I'm confident in who I am and the person that God has created me to be, then despite yeah, it might hurt what people do, but I'm not gonna hold on to it because you know mm-hmm. what? Whoever God whatever, you know, they done to me, God's gonna deal with them. But I don't want to God look at me because I didn't forgive them. And so right. I just think that forgiveness is one of the key things that we have to learn to do in order to be successful in our life. Right, and I, and so, I think you mm-hmm. just said it, is that, you know, you have to let, let go of the baggage, and you you will realize in yourself when you've let go of that one thing. Um, that That's a key point. You real it, it, it all, as much as we try to say I have nothing to do with it, you still have something to do with it because you are the one that realizes when you've let go of that. You are the one that realizes when you're, you know, five pounds lighter or 50 pounds lighter because you've dropped, you know, the victim role or you've dropped, um, you know, the, the, the aggravator role or whatever the case may be. And it's not just in, um, you know, being a mom or, or being um, a dad, for that matter, a brother, sister, aunt, uncle, you know, whoever you are to whatever person you're with whether you're married, single, divorced, whatever the case may be, it takes the self-realization, and I always, you know, there's lots of sayings. I'm kind of a saying person as well, and I take, you know, important ones to say. But, you know, RuPaul says it best. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Okay. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> if you cannot Look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm happy with you. Everything about you, okay? We're going to go out there and we're going to do this today. If you cannot say that to yourself and believe it, then it's not going to happen. And every day, I'm telling you, every day something happens. And when it happens, it does not have to be grandiose. It doesn't have to be skywriting material. It does not have to be announcement on Facebook material. It's something that happens that just makes your day and you're just like, I'm all right. I got this. Mm. That's powerful. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. You're just now tuning in. Uh, we have Miss Arlene Wallace with us on the Believe Corner radio show, and we're talking about forgiveness and important um, to not only forgive others but to forgive ourselves and so um we're gonna have more miss arlene and talking about forgiveness and just the steps um talk about more of the steps and how to forgive yourself and others and so we'll take a quick music break but don't go anywhere and remember you're tuning into the belief corner um hosted by myself ebony archie You know I love music, and every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move, it makes me want to have fun, but it's something about this joint right here, this joint right here, it makes me want to, let it go, can't let this thing hold up, get away from you, feel free right now, go do what you want to do, 
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Believe Corner Radio Show. Once again, I'm your host, Ebony Archer, and you just listened to Mary J. Bly with Just Fine and Michelle Williams with her single, Say Yes. If you're just now tuning in, I have our special guest, Miss Arlene Wallace, and we've been talking about the subject of forgiveness. And we left off um, by really just talking about, Arlene, uh, what were your steps? to forgiveness. Um, a lot of people listening and say, I know you got to get over it and I know that you had to forgive, but what are the what are the steps to be able to forgive either yourself or someone else? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that uh, don't don't put yourself on a time frame. Do not say, okay, by, by this time I should be past this and then by this time I ought to be able to get over that. No. Do not give yourself a time frame because you, you're shorting yourself in terms of what you can discover. And the first thing you have to ask is, you know, who who do I need to forgive? Okay, and that's going to take some time because, you know, if your family's large, small, if it's a friend you haven't talked to in years, if it's a coworker, whatever the case may be, excuse me, you have to ask yourself, who do I have who is it I need to forgive in order for me to move to the next step, whatever that may be. Okay, and then understand that even though you may have forgiven, does not mean that they're going to forgive you for whatever action it may be. It could be silence. It could be a wrong word you said. It could be the actions you took. You have to understand that you may not get the welcome mat just because you said, I forgive you, and you have to be willing to accept that. And then, of course, you, you have to ask yourself, am I willing to forgive myself for what went on? in there? Am I going to take my part in this? Because it didn't happen all by itself. It takes two to tango. So you have to ask yourself, am I willing to take the responsibility for my part in it? And also understand that you can't continue going around saying, well, you have to feel as bad as I do. And if I don't make you feel as bad as I do, it's not working. The the hurt is not the question. It's the, it's the topic. Why? Why did we get to this spot? What can we do to get past this spot? And then once we get past this spot, how can they, you know, do we continue being friends, acquaintances, whatever the case may be, or do we break, break free and, and move on and be willing to accept that? It all comes down to acceptance. I don't know if you're hearing that. And almost, in, almost every, everything that's being done, it's a matter of acceptance, accepting the, the process of each step. And then, um, Ask yourself what made you forgive. Hmm. Why? What, it, what, was, what in that situation makes you want to forgive? And it can't be something that's materialistic. It can't be something that's monetary. It can't be something that you want everybody else to see, okay? Put your hands on and say, you know, yes, I gained this because I went out and I did this. No, it's not about showboating. It, it is about the, 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 the blessing on your life. Because I'll tell you what, forgiveness will take years off your life, okay? <laughs> because you could be walking around hunched over figuratively and literally, okay, mm. with the burden of what you're carrying. And it can weigh on your mind, and then in that it, it shows on your face, and it shows everywhere else in how you act, how you move, whether you sleep good, whether you eat good, whether you're out at a bar every night, you know, whether you're, you're, you're out there seeking through other avenues as opposed to looking at yourself. So 
ask yourself, what is making you forgive? And, 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 and then conclude that with how am I going to benefit from this action? What is the benefit of this action? And don't just say it's because I forgave and that's it. No, there's a benefit to the action. Something gets released when you forgive. And that release allows you to unlock that door to your prison because the other person, they're still doing whatever they're doing, whether they forgive you or not. But you unlock the door to the prison you've held yourself in for so long. And you take the step out and you realize the world looks a whole lot different from the outside of the cage than it does from the inside. And then you can take any other step that floats your boat. You can do the, the, the writing. Writing, I suggest, because it's healthy, because you can, you can write as much as one word, one sentence. You can write two, three pages. You do what makes you feel that you've released whatever you've released. Now, some people take it to an extreme, and some will do like I did, ball it up, throw in the trash can, never to be seen again. Some people will do a fire ritual. They'll set that puppy on fire and dare it to come back, okay? <laughs> They'll watch it go up in smoke. That, that, that's another way to visually see yourself letting go, okay? And visual things often help. So writing it down, balling it up, setting it on fire, putting it through the shredder, pouring coffee all over it, whatever you have to do to rid yourself of it. The, the, uh, the writing on the rocks exercise, I use those things as doorstops now. Okay, and every time I see that doorstop, that doorstops remind me of where I came from as to where I am now. And it's a gentle reminder. It's not something I need to go open or I need to go look at. It is just it's there, and it reminds me. That weight, that, if you were to pick that jar up and feel the weight of it, that's what I was carrying around. It, it, it gives me that physical and visual reminder of I do not want to carry that anymore. And you feel the difference from when before when you picked it up as to when you put it down. And it just, it gives you just this sense of accomplishment that is unreal. It is unreal. And those are the things that help me. And I hope that helps somebody else. You know, they could, you could go talk to a therapist. You can go to a group. You can um, Bible study. You can go talk to your pastor. There's many avenues, but it all starts with you. I like that. I'll start with you. Um, and, you know, I have a song called God of Leaving Me, and it kind of goes with what you're saying, is that I have to believe myself to overcome anything, you know, to mm-hmm. overcome my own demons, to overcome my own obstacles, to overcome my fear to forgive, because I fear that when I forgave somebody, I gave them power. When I mm-hmm. forgave them, it was like I was telling them it was okay, that it was okay what they done to me. So I was afraid mm-hmm. to forgive because I didn't want nobody to have power over me, but I had to believe myself that I could move past it and that forgiving them was not for them, it was for me. Exactly. Because as we're saying, when you accept who you are in Christ, then you have to understand that you're accepting the things that's going to come along with this journey. And forgiveness mm-hmm. is one of them. And I think mm-hmm. the greatest act of forgiveness is when Jesus died for our sins. He yeah. took the blame for something that he didn't do, and he forgave mm-hmm. those who done the wrong. You know, mm-hmm. he fed the hungry. You know, he fed, he healed the sick. 
But yet, those people still turn their backs on him, but he still forgave. And so when I look at that, I said, if Jesus can go through all that and still love us, then I know mm-hmm. that I have the power and the strength within me to forgive others right. of what they had done. Right. And we have to understand he did it knowing that we are still human and that we're still going to right. falter. But that did not change right. what it was that he did. And then to understand the reason why and to know that when he lifted his head and cried out those last words that it's finished. That was it. It was done. Okay. And we have to, I, I keep saying we have to, we should. Okay. We should be able to grasp the fact that we are loved to a point that as a human being, we would never be able to fathom that kind of love. We, we try to, we, we attempt to copy it. We attempt to um, to make it as visual as possible in our relationships, whether they be family or personal. We, we attempt to show that kind of love because that's the kind of love that we want as human beings. But we also have to understand that we are nowhere near the perfection of the one who was sent down to do all of that. And that the sins that we commit, it's not be, we're not being looked on like we would have been before where they had to go through all the rituals. Can you imagine if we went through all those rituals trying to, uh, to get rid of our sins, <laughs> the lambs and the ox and the, and, oh, can you imagine? Mm-mm. And it, Mm-mm. We, wouldn't, we wouldn't last a day. We would not last a day trying to go through all of that. And that, that single act took all of that and said, forget that. Here's where you have to look. All you got to do is believe. <laughs> Keyword. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is believe, and once you believe, just that simple act. God knows your heart, and as, as long as your heart is sincere, nobody said pure, nobody said noteworthy, nobody said do gooder, nobody said any of that. As long as you are sincere, that's all it takes. That yeah. that's not license for you to go out and act like an idiot. That's just saying you. <laughs> You have someone who lo- who loves you, and it, it, and we're not saying that the, the person that may go out there and do something silly is loved no less than the person that's out there trying to do a world of good. That's that's another thing we as we as human beings have to understand. We are no greater than the person sitting next to us, mm. and whether they have all the money in the world or they have one cent, we're the same. We're the same. Mm. And we're the like same that. in the fact that we are loved by the same God. We just have a difference as into where we are in our step and our walk and getting to that yeah. destination. I love it. I love it. And since you're, you know, giving good advice, uh, every time we come to the end of the show, I always have the guests give a positive word to our listeners. And so for all the listeners right now that's tuning in, what positive um, word or word of encouragement do you have for anybody that's listening that's struggling with forgiveness? Well, I think the thing that, I mean, I know there's going to be people, as we stated before, that do and don't believe in God. But there's, uh, I'm not going to go quoting Bible, all Bible verses and give you book, verse, line, all that good stuff, but two things, two things. Believe in yourself and love yourself. And that may be the hardest part for you to do, but as long as you're willing to do it, it can happen. And like I tell everyone, you may be going through the turmoil of the century, 
but there's always someone somewhere going through the same thing, maybe not the same way, but can relate to what you're going through. And as my website says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy does come in the morning. I like that. I like that. And so, Arlene, please thank you for being a great guest with us this evening. Um, Before you go, do you have any projects coming up, events coming up, or anything coming up that you want the listeners to know? Um, I'm currently, my website is uh, going through a little bit of a revamp, so hopefully we get, uh, we're ready to release that within the next couple of days, and that's, of course, www.ladyblue1.com. Um, I'm uh, covering a couple of events here in the area, uh, the teen event that's uh, going on at the Marketplace in downtown Baltimore with uh, Charmstar Enterprise, and uh, just a host of, of people in that event. Um, I was uh, nominated for a Rep Your Grind Award for 2015. So that event will be going on in April, April 19th at Peju's Lounge in Woodlawn, Maryland. That's going to be a very big, huge event, my first ever nomination for an award. So I'm, like, massively excited about that and grateful to to the uh, the host of that, Vanetta Chapman, and just all the nominees for that. And, um, of course, uh, working on other events, as we speak, and one of my bigger events is coming up is in um, June for uh, the uh, Masquerade Ball that's being hosted by uh, Candace B.E. Empowered George um, down in downtown Baltimore in the Inner Harbor. Huge event, networking event, uh, and I am looking forward to that. So those are a few of the things that are coming up. Awesome. And so if anybody want to contact you to, you know, have you do poetry or speak, um, for their event, how would they do so? Um, as soon as my website is up, I will have a, a booking button on there. Finally, getting the booking button on there. If anyone's interested in advertisement, trying to get their, their events out, things like that, we'll uh, finally have the opportunity to advertise on my site, which I am very much looking forward to. I can be reached at my um, contact email, which is wisdomlady1.com. That's W-H-I-V, D is in David M, Mary, Lady1 at gmail.com. I can be found on Twitter. Um, always motivate, and that's always with a Z. Um, on Twitter, also at 6madam09, uh, and that's T H 1 K M D M 09 on Twitter. I can also be found on Instagram, ladyblue1, and that's blue with two U's <laughs> on Instagram. Just getting into Pinterest, and also can be found on Facebook. Uh, under my under my given name, which is Arlene R. Wallace, and under my my um, AKA, which is the Real Lady Blue One on Facebook. Well, there you have it, guys. Make sure that you know we support um, Arlene. You know, it's always a joy to bring guests on the show that has just a positive spirit and always have a positive word to uplift and empower our listeners. And that's what, the reason why I started Believe Corner Radio Show is that we definitely want to bring on guests that's going to really motivate you, empower you. And so Arlene, she's definitely doing some great things. She definitely got a word. And so please, please, please support her. Um, contact her if you want to want her to speak at your event or just, you know, want to support her, donate to her ministry. So we definitely want to make sure that we're supporting our guests and you know, that's done by our show. And so, Arlene, I thank you for taking the time out to be my guest. Thank this you. Evening. I definitely enjoyed the conversation, a definitely important topic 
which is the topic of forgiveness. And I'll, you know, definitely will support you. And um, anything that you need me to advertise on the show or when you ever want to come back on, just let me know. I, thank you. I appreciate this. It was big. It was huge for me. I was massively excited all day. And <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to finally have this chance to speak with you. I know we've been chasing each other for a while, so I'm very grateful. Thank you, and God bless. No problem. Thank you so much. And that was Miss Arlene Wallace. Um, definitely a positive person to know, a great person to know. Um, like I said, she's a writer, a blog, a blogger, a poet, and she's just an inspirational person. You know, you definitely want to surround yourself with positive people. You know, my father always says association brings on assimilation. And so whoever you surround yourself by, that's who you start to become. So you start to surround yourself with negative people and, and they think negative, you will start thinking negative and you will start having thought, negative thoughts. And so you definitely want to surround yourself or listen to or follow people that are inspiring and empowering and motivating others. So definitely please contact her, um, you know, if you want to be empowered, inspired, if you want to check out what she's doing or just book her for your next event to speak. Um, she's definitely a great speaker, also speaker, and she definitely has, you know, it's words to stay in the story to tell. So definitely support her. And so we thank God for Arlene for being a guest on our show. We thank you, the listeners, for tuning in um, every show um, to support our guests and support our station. So once again, I thank you for the bottom of my heart for rocking with us and, you know, supporting us for the last two years. We definitely have more guests, exciting guests, celebrity guests coming up this year. And so we definitely want you to stay tuned. We got way, 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 way more um, for you. And so you definitely don't want to miss out. I'm your host, Ebony Archer. You just tune into the Bleak Corner. Until next time, be blessed.